It's all going to zero against Bitcoin. It's going up forever. Welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live, where your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution, card breaking news, culture, dramatic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Technical difficulties this morning. I couldn't get my green screen to work. I was having trouble connecting to Restream. But the good news is that we're pumping. We're pumping. I think we went from like 38K. We touched 42K last night. Uh, everyone's been losing their minds. Uh, Opti and I were talking about this off air it's like two years in a bear market, finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Things feel good. People are optimistic. Adam Back is dropping crazy, crazy price predictions. He's calling for $700,000 Bitcoin. Samson Mao is calling for million-dollar Bitcoin. We're going to break all of that down for you guys today. We have all the receipts, and we have a very, very special guest as well. We have the organizer of Bitcoin Atlantis uh, that's being thrown in Madeira, Portugal. How are you doing, Andre? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, we're excited, excited to have you and uh, excited to talk about what's going on with uh, the event that you're throwing. You have a lot of high profile speakers flying from all over the world, going to this uh, this little uh, this little islands off the coast of Portugal. Uh, what's happening there? I know that the president of Portugal, for example, uh, spoke or, or, or the I don't I don't know what the correct terminology is, but he spoke at either Bitcoin 2022 or Bitcoin 2023. And that was a big deal. Yes, but it's the president of Madeira, not the president, the president of, of Madeira, president yeah. of Madeira. See, that's why yeah. I'm asking you. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> well, it okay. would be amazing to have the president also there, the, the, the big main one, but that's not possible. So, oh, <laughs> so hey, so, never yet. say not possible yet, yet, yet. 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 Uh, um, we have elections next March, so who knows? Just actually one week after the conference. We have elections uh, for the national government, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so if you live in you live in Portugal, you know what to do. Anyway, uh, who's always optimistic, Opti? What's going on with Restream, bro? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Straight. You're having all kinds of. Well, actually, guys, for once, this is not my fault. This is Nico's fault. So shouts out to the chat making fun of Nico and not Opti this Go, morning. Make fun but of hey, me, man, make fun of me all you want. Pile hey, in because I don't hey, know what's here. going on. We made I don't it. Know what's we going made on, it, dude. We made it. As uh, Nigel was saying, you guys need to lower your time. Perfect. No, no, we're, we 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 want to hit our normal time, guys. But hey, it's Monday. It's going to be a chaotic week and. Hey, we showed up, so we're doing the best we can with what we got working today, Nico. Don't update your computers, bro. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> update. If you use Restream on your Mac, like don't operate your operating system because it just messes everything up. Anyways, uh, I do want to talk to updating Ledger, right? <laughs> Ledger makes a backdoor. Maybe maybe the new operating system that made a backdoor. Update. I don't know. Who knows? Update. <laughs> oh man, don't update, don't update, that's for sure. So Opti was talking about it being a heptic week. Yes, uh, Simply Bitcoin is going to be traveling to Unconfiscatable in Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to be doing some awesome interviews with high profile speakers. And I think we're going to be also live streaming the conference as well. So we will be traveling. We might miss an episode or two, uh, just letting you guys know. But it, overall, it should be an awesome, awesome week. All right, guys, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the show. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's check it out. The Bitcoin numbers. Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stamp Seeds do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamp seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive, and time proof. All things that paper is 
is not, allowing you to hodl your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. But because Restream is bugging for me, um, <laughs> yeah, your you audio is a little weird link too. Down in the video description. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Um, Opti, let me know we if you did this keeps live. Going. Keep it going. I, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 41,710 sats per dollar, 2,398 block height, 819,767 blocks to having 20,233 having estimate April 19, 2024 total lightning network capacity, 5,041 Bitcoin capacity value, roughly 210 million US dollars. Realized monetary inflation, 1.75%. The market capitalization of Bitcoin, $816 billion with a B. Almost at a trillion dollars. We're almost there. Bitcoin versus gold market cap, 5.92%. Definitely, a, definitely a big, uh, big, uh, big leg up. Anyways, this was an ad that dropped over the weekend uh, or last week. And originally it was a Coinbase ad. Uh, but of course, some Bitcoiners hijacked the ad and made it a Bitcoin ad. Opti, let me know if uh, you can hear this. System Emma. Yeah. We're born into it. A system with numbers and papers. And lines. And waiting. You work hard, get good grades, go to college. I want to go to college. I got good grades. I overachieved. That's right, she did. Debt is good? Debt is so good. So much debt. I can totally save up and buy a house and start a family. I want a family. Oh. Starting a family means you need two or three jobs. You can't afford to buy. Oh. You can't afford to rent. Used cars cost as much as the new ones. Oh. It's weird. Good debt is good. I was ahead of my class. Houses are too expensive. You work hard, get good. The system denies. Rent is freaking insane. Breaking news. Everything is terrible. Does it have to be this way? What if it was different? It's always been that way. We've got to build our way out of it. Yeah. Put control back to the hands of the people. Not the bureaucracy. A system with less paperwork. No waiting. No lines. Permissionless. Just because you're born into a system doesn't mean you have to live with it. So, of course, Bitcoiners <laughs> hijacked that uh, that that uh, that ad. Originally, it was a Coinbase ad, and then, of course, Bitcoiners took the ad, uh, took out the Coinbase logo, and then replaced it with a Bitcoin logo. So it was very, very fitting. But what I gotta say about that is that look, the overall messaging was on point. Like, I think they correctly identified the problem. Now, where I think they do a disservice is that they're just leading people into shit coins and saying, okay, shit coins are gonna fix the solution versus what Bitcoiners know. It's that, you know, it's Bitcoin or slavery. Bitcoin is the solution. And another thing that they said is like, we gotta remove the bureaucracy, we gotta remove the red tape. Look, if you opt out of fiat currencies, you're replacing the, your central banker with the shitcoin developer because they have the ability to change the monetary policy at a moment's notice to benefit themselves at the expense of everyone else, right? So, you know, again, I understand Coinbase. It's a public company. They put, they bet behind, uh, you know, they bet behind these shitcoins. They're going to die on that hill. It is what it is. But this is why memetics are so important. We were able to hijack it and put a Bitcoin logo at the end and, uh, you know, and uh, get our message out that way. Anyways, I want to get Andre's take on this. Uh, Andre, uh, what's your take, especially on the messaging? The messaging of the ad was very powerful, in my opinion. You know, I, I think the most important part is there are hordes of people that now understand the breaking news. Everything is terrible part. <laughs> and uh, it's it's what's lacking is just that final step on understanding what the solution is but they're coming and it, it was a magnificent ad actually <laughs> it was really good and we're seeing the hordes just you know unpleased unsettling and here on the first world um you know um it takes longer because things are not so broken as as many other countries so they get it first which is actually an equalizer in itself. It's not a problem, um, but it, it will it will eventually come, and it's coming fast. And uh, in in Europe, we feel it a lot. You know, everything's breaking. Um, you know, the confidence in 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 
in the elites in the government it's it's never been so low um so it's coming and it's coming soon and we're here to help everyone on board the escape that's that's what that's the job of bitcoiners is uh we we have to show them the escape valve to use christine lagarde's own words to use uh, the head of the european central <laughs> bank right uh anyways uh speaking of christine she's Lagarde, our best friend actually she, you know, she's just making everything faster you know <laughs> did you know that she dated opti <laughs> rather i tried to date her i tried and I, opti, be, I bet you didn't see it coming you know <laughs> opti was trying to get as close as possible to the to the cantillionaire spigot um and uh opti what happened between you guys i don't know i i think i'm too outside the overton window maybe maybe i'm too young i don't know uh you know i tried did she, did she dump you or you dumped her well, she belongs to the street, so uh, I dumped her. You know, I, I, she, she wouldn't let me get close to the money printer, so I had to escape and find my own exit route. But oh, that's deep. That's deep. Anyway, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about the video? Uh, honestly, I, I didn't see it until now. I saw everyone was talking about it on Twitter. I didn't know that was a Coinbase ad, but. To be honest, that messaging is is very good, and I hopefully it was Ronan who like changed. I don't know what the end looked like. Maybe it like popped up Coinbase or something. You know, Coinbase has had some very bad ads for a while, but this one is very on point. It's kind of what we've been talking about here on the show for a long time. That the powers that be, the the Cantillion insiders, the central bankers, the politicians, everyone that paints Bitcoin as being criminal or something to avoid are really doing the best advertising for Bitcoin that we could even imagine because everything's getting more expensive. You know, they're getting more tyrannical. They're trying to stifle the freedom of speech. They're trying to stifle information. And look, you know, Bitcoin just hit 41K. Bitcoin is pumping. And so it's something you said to me a long time ago, Nico, is like you can't hide the shock of inflation. And now everyone is feeling it. It's becoming the defining conversation right now. People are wondering what is going on with the money? What is going on with inflation? Why is everything getting more expensive? Why are why is shrinkflation a thing? Like, why are they printing more money? What is going on here? And so these are the questions that lead people to asking themselves, what is money? What is the best money? What is Bitcoin? And now that Bitcoin is, I think, officially in a bull run, at least by all metrics, we've probably been in a bull run all year. I know you guys have been yelling at me. It's like we've been in a bull run for the whole year. I know the. I think we're at like, what, 150% price appreciation this year in Bitcoin alone. Uh, it's becoming very clear to everyone out there. It's like, wait. What is the problem? And is there a solution? And this is what we talk about constantly on the show. Like, yo, if you're an average person of average means, you can't save in dollars. It, life is getting more expensive. You're barely able to make ends meet. People are working two to three jobs and li still living paycheck to paycheck. Well, you might want to look for an alternative. And of course, that alternative is Bitcoin. There is Bitcoin. And then there are shit coins. And everything else is a shit coin in comparison to Bitcoin. And so... Again, I've been saying this for a while, and I'm glad that Nico's finally getting stupidly bullish. Uh, you know, saying that we might not be seeing diminishing returns anymore. I mean, we're asking, we're asking the chat right now. Uh, about 86 of you have already voted. Uh, does diminishing returns break this cycle? 56 percent of you said yes, it does. I'm going to pass it on to Andre. Andre, do you believe in the diminishing returns theory? <laughs> I don't know. I believe that Bitcoin always surprises you, so I wouldn't bet on any, <laughs> okay, any of any any of the outcomes. Uh, I'm, you know, I just believe in the low long-term perspective on the thing, and there it will break everything, as a seller put it. All your models uh, all, are all destroyed. models are destroyed, and uh, it will eventually break everything, um, but on a good way. So, and awesome. it's not the first time that cheat pointers do good ads i still remember ftx on the golden bowl or whatever it was it was kind of funny and it was on point at the time as well yeah <laughs> you know, we all I... know how it ended up but 
Oh man, I, I do remember that. Yeah, dude, the shitcoin man. We we got to step up our game as Bitcoiners and get on. They those. have a good marketing department, man. They're good at it. So it's <laughs> they're really good. They're really good at it. I mean, I was literally joking with Nico the other day. I was watching a, a football game by chance, and it was like blockchain.com all around the arena. I'm like, yo, like these shitcoiners are everywhere, man. Like we need to get some of that shitcoin money. If only we didn't have principles, man. Sheesh. <laughs> They're everywhere. You know, in Europe, we are, you know, big, big football fans. There's shitcoiners on almost every shirt. Even my, my, my favorite team in Portugal, they have Binance here. Wow. Uh, I don't know if people know this as well, but Cristiano Ronaldo, for example, is from yeah. Madeira. And oh, okay. you know, actually, there was a couple of news today or yesterday that he's being sued. Yeah, now for yeah the... I saw that. <laughs> so... You lay your own bed, man. <laughs> You'll eventually learn. So, yeah, it's good. Dude, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Opti, let's jump straight into the culture. We could talk about Bitcoin Atlantis and then we'll hit the news. We'll talk about Adam Back's crazy price prediction in the news in the segment after that. But first, I do want to give a shout out to our Bitcoin 2024. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference of the year. It's going to be hosted in Nashville, Tennessee, July 25th through the 24th. Opti and I are going to be there. You can get your tickets now. A GA ticket is $349. An industry pass. The prices did go up. I've been warning you guys. Uh, the industry pass did go up to $1,099. The industry pass gives you access to three days of the conference. And the VIP pass, the whale pass, gives you access to three days of the conference and exclusive access to the backstage VIP lounge. I got to meet Tulsi Gabbard back, backstage last year. You can get yourself a VIP ticket for $4,999. You can use the promo code SIMPLY to get a major discount to Bitcoin 2024. Get your tickets quickly before the prices increase again. All right, everybody, let's hit the news. All right. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Let's go. So... I got this, Nika. I got this. You're 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 uh, you're getting lost in the matrix right now. All right. So, Andre, uh, you've been talking about uh, Madeira, Portugal, and we will get to the Bitcoin Atlantis at the end of this. But let's start with your first project. What is FreeMadeira.com? What are you working on? Well, you cannot disconnect the project, the FreeMadeira, from the conference because FreeMadeira organizes the conference and it's part of the objectives as well. But yeah, FreeMadeira is in the basis of it all. Um, it's, a, it's a non-profit. So um, basically it was set up to uh, for the high you know, level of adoption and, and education of all Bitcoin touches in our region, in our archipelago. And we have a lot of plans. You know, Bitcoin touches everything. So it goes from education to remittances. We have a big diaspora outside of Madeira as well. A big connection to Venezuela and other places. Um, energy, we're working with the public power company on educating them to integrate mining and other, you know, other parts of the technology in their services. Um, we're creating a Bitcoin business hub where we'll have the FreeMedia headquarters, uh, the meetups, the podcast, the you know, sovereign engineering projects, so educational projects um, inside, and and especially a place where Bitcoin companies can incorporate work from there with a the co-working space, you know, private offices and so on. So many, many good um, long-term projects that we're trying to establish. Some of them are already um, you know, full on. Some are still on the planning, but uh, there's many, many good goals for, for, the, for the overall organization and Madara, of course. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Okay. So let's just jump straight into Bitcoin Atlantis. For those listening in audio, uh, how is Bitcoin Atlantis shaping up? When is it? What can people expect? All that good stuff. So well, shaping up, shaping up to be a great week in Madari. You know, we're, since we decided to do it, uh, it grew. It became this monster conference. 
uh, that we're doing in a stadium in downtown Funchal. Um, we're hoping to get uh, 5,000 people. Things are going very well on the ticket sales, so we're, we're probably almost there. And um, yeah, we because of our advisory board that we have at Fimadera, you know, with people like Jeff Booth and Troy Cross and Samson and Obi and you know, so many good people helping us, uh, we were able to reach out to this long list of, of speakers uh, that are already on board. Uh, we have many, actually many, more news to give on the following months. There's a lot more that you can see on the page right now. Uh, but of course, we have all the big names, Jack Dorsey, Michael Seller, Jack Mowlers, Jeff Booth, you know, the list goes on. Adam Back, Giacomo, Obi, I, I don't know. There's over 120 speakers confirmed and uh, that will be on the two main stages, uh, yeah, the main stage and the open source stage, which for, in our view, it's also a, a main stage uh, because a lot of good conversations going to happen there. And, um, and a bunch, I mean, a serious bunch of satellite events uh, that we can speak in more detail, but it's going to be a full week of activities in, in, in the island and in the venue and in, in many other smaller venues around and even some nature ones not related to, you know, to, to Bitcoin itself, parties and music festival, the list goes on. Because um, we, we decided from start, you know, Madara is, is already a very... Um, how can I say, a very known uh, touristic de destination and an amazing place to, to spend the vacation. So we decided to make it a full week. And if people are coming to Madeira, um, why not spend some vacations? So we invite people to come a few days before, go a few days after and get to know the island. Uh, there will be a lot of activities of nature like boat trips and hiking and many other things to do. So just, you know, Treat it as a vacation with the family and, you know, with an amazing conference in the middle of it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So for the audio listeners. Uh, go, Nika. I can, can hear you, you hear now. me, Opti? Am I coming in clear? Okay. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah you're I don't good. know, guys. Don't update your computer. Uh, so, yeah, you can use promo code SIMPLY uh, right now and it will give you a, I think it's a 10% discount if you guys want to get your tickets to uh, Bitcoin Atlantis in uh, Madeira. Opti? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want for the audio listeners, uh, Andre, when exactly is this conference? So the, the conference, the main days are 1, 2, and 3 of March. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, but the events start three days before. Um, the, I think the first main event is a golf championship. Um, we're calling it the whole coiner. So for every golf aficionado, it could come three days before this amazing golf course that we have in the mountains, beautiful views. Uh, it's going to be a fun day with a finishing with the lunch and some sad surprises and so on. Um, and then there's many, many others like we on the 28th, we already, and we have some partner satellite events. So excuse me if I forget some, but we'll have. Uh, me Premier Bitcoin with a with an event previous to the conference. Uh, we're gonna have the Raspi Blitz guy with a, with guys with another event. We're gonna have a women's brunch. Uh, we're gonna have the Mega Pleb dinner that I'm just <laughs> you're just scrolling by. On Sunday we're gonna have the Atlas Music Festival uh, on a very cool park near the main venue. It's gonna be headlined by Theo Katzman. We're going to have a special meetup on uh, Nini Design Center, a very cool place in the port of Fuchal. We're going to have the pitch day, the so a startup slash VC day for presentation of new Bitcoin companies. Um, we're going to have the uh, Welcome to Bitcoin, so a noob day before the conference starts, uh, uh, one day before the conference starts on the 29th, just for, uh, for newbies, 100% in Portuguese. Um, well, what more? Boat trips, pleb walks. You, we're gonna have the uh, Halfini seaside run for running aficionados. Uh, <laughs> so many things, uh, that I'm probably skipping a few. That's gonna be awesome, yeah, man. I'm, I'm really, uh, def guys, definitely get your tickets to Bitcoin Atlantis. Do the prices go up as time progresses, Andre? Yes. Uh, next increase and final increase is we didn't we didn't do a, do a lot just you know quarterly, so the next one is on the first of January. By okay. by so buy your tickets this year still. Yep, buy your tickets this year, guys. You could check out the link in the video description. And 
can use promo code simply and uh, that will get you a 10% discount. Wait, wait, Nico, be, be, before we move Bitcoin on. Atlantis uh, and I, yeah. Uh, Andre, what what exactly is the response to Bitcoin in Madeira? Like, is it known? How, how do people look at Bitcoin over there? Well, it's still like most places. I would say the majority is still very far away. Um, either they, a lot of people t still think it's a scam, of course, and uh, a lot of people are involved, involved in shitcoinery as well. You know, like, you know the, the spirit. Cristiano Ronaldo endorses shitcoins. So it's, it's hard. We're starting from the bottom. Uh, but we are we are very very surprised not only for the community that already established here in Madrid it's becoming quite big actually um, a lot of um, businesses and families um, some of them already here some on our way some already you know very interested we we've been getting messages every day and and I was very surprised since we started the open mer the, the merchants. Um, um, trying to get merchants on board uh, when we confirmed the conference and really wanted to push it. I was very surprised by how many people just onboarding Bitcoin without even blinking of an eye, you know? Um, I was very surprised and we're growing the, we're growing the numbers every day. We're being almost like Bitcoin. We're, we're on a bull run of merchant adoption here in Madero now. Um, so I think the perspectives are very, very good. Love it. Love it. And I, I think uh, it just kind of goes to show what, what your goal is with the conference to onboard noobs and, of course, bring Bitcoiners to your lovely, lovely island. It's a it's a very it's a golden opportunity um, to increase the education by five by tenfold. You know, people get a lot more curious. We have big names. It's going to put a lot of movement like that is not that big and the main city for shell is a medium-sized city so you can imagine 5,000 bitcoiners in a week and <laughs> down down for shell is going to be completely crazy so of course it pushes the awareness and and one of our goals we have a layer one ticket just for residents quite cheap so very cheap for locals to, to for the curious uh, locals to to come to learn and i think a lot of them will be surprised because they'll, they're going to be very surprised that they go to the conference and almost nobody's going to speak, speak about price so it's going to be very technical very you know we're going to speak about energy about macroeconomics about a lot of stuff and they'll be surprised and hopefully learn why bitcoin is so different from everything else that they're being you know slapped in the face every day <laughs> yeah love it love it all right well nico uh, I think your audio is doing well so um, am, I, am i back all right guys yeah. before before we get to the news i do our sponsor Kibibrex. they are the most trusted place to buy sell and host mining equipment you could check out the link in the video description and it will take you directly to the kaboom racks inventory on telegram where you can connect with a member of their sales team they make purchasing their products easy and transparent you could also sell mining equipment with them access their vast network of domestic and international customers when you sell your mining equipment with them check out their racks it's the most trusted place to buy sell and host mining equipment kaboom racks all right everybody let's get to the news we got a lot to talk about today let's check it out the daily news i want to give a shout out to our sponsor foundation devices it's self-custody done right they built a premium grade hardware wallet called passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone. So you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your, into your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the Passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air gap security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials. If you're thinking about getting your Bitcoin off exchanges, this is the one for you. Check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more. Nico. I'll do my back. Yeah. 
Opti in my back. Oh my god, I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Don't you upgrade are. your Mac. Don't upgrade your MacBooks, everybody. Okay, you can check the uh, video. You can check the link in the video description. It will take you directly to the pa Passport Foundation Devices website. We can get yourself a Passport Harder Wallet, guys. Remember, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. All right, everybody. So, uh, crazy prediction by Adam Back, uh, basically saying calling for a hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin by the having. He he made that famous bet with Vikingo, but I think he was feeling extremely bullish because he made another he made another prediction last night, basically saying that by this having, and Samson Mao and him were going back and forth. By this having, there's a possibility that we might see. $700,000 Bitcoin. Why $700,000 Bitcoin? He is saying that Bitcoin might flip the price of gold. Now, something crazy is happening. Um, look, we're really not that far off from the previous all-time high, about 50%. It's, it's according to this uh, this TradingView uh, statistic. This is going absolutely parabolic. This is not at all what happened last cycle. Uh, so things are just... Things are heating up, and especially it's it's not even the Bitcoin having yet. And I think the reason for all this, and of course we're speculating, there's no way to know this for sure, is for two reasons. Primarily, <coughs> primarily reason number one is the Bitcoin ETF. A lot of people are getting excited because of the Bitcoin ETF and because of the potential inflows coming into Bitcoin with all this institutional money coming in that's reason number one and reason number two and i think the, the the more important reason in my opinion is that michael saylor is in the green his average price per bitcoin is around thirty thousand. and naim bukele this morning which is what we're going to talk about on tomorrow's episode tweeted out that el salvador is now in the green as well as the price of bitcoin is at forty thousand dollars per coin that's two massive deals on the public company level, Michael Saylor has proven that Bitcoin is not only an a viable alternative to holding fiat, but is a better alternative. And then on the country, on the nation state level, Naim Bukele is proving that Bitcoin, again, is not only a viable alternative to fiat currencies, but it, it is a better alternative. Clearly, El Salvador's Bitcoin strategy is winning, and that's in complete contradiction to what the IMF predicted, because the IMF was hit El Salvador with all this legacy media propaganda attacks using the corporate media saying this is going to be terrible for your economy, your economy is going to collapse. And then with Argentina, when the IMF gave Argentina another bailout, one of the conditions was that the Argentine government had to de-incentivize the adoption of Bitcoin and crypto, right? So the IMF, the predictions that they made, they got it absolutely wrong. Now it's undeniable that Naim Bukele with the Bitcoin law made the right decision. And I think because they fixed the base layer of society, I think you, you're seeing El Salvador flourish. You're seeing El Salvador improve. Maybe it's too early to tell, but as a Bitcoiner who has adopted a Bitcoin standard for about six, seven years now, uh, I could tell you that it's completely changed my life. It's improved my life. I could say the same thing about Opti. I could say the same thing about everyone who's really adopted a Bitcoin standard. Anyways, this is Adam Back. This is his prediction. I think he was feeling bullish last night with the price of Bitcoin flying. He said, digital gold Bitcoin will surely flip physical gold sooner or later and probably this having cycle. So within a year or two, currently I would take 700,000 uh, seven, 700k Bitcoin, but it may be partially a substitute. Some people start selling gold to buy Bitcoin, crossing the market cap below that, right? And of course, we always read you this on Clark Moody's dashboard, and we do it on purpose. Bitcoin versus the gold market cap, and it's at 5.91%. So I think when we started covering this, it was in the 3%. Uh, so it still has a while to climb, but I mean, look, someone who was, who was cited in the Satoshi, uh, in the Bitcoin white paper, making these types of, uh, bullish predictions. I mean, uh, something might be happening there. Um, and I'll get to why I think it starts to make a little bit more sense. So here's Vijay Boyapati. He wrote the very, very, very famous, uh, piece that went absolutely viral, that it was eventually turned into a book 
Um, I think he might be speaking at Bitcoin Atlantis, uh, I think, uh, which is uh, the bullish case for Bitcoin. And he says, Bitcoin all-time high before the halving for the first time ever. Adam Back responded with, that's what I've been saying. My bet is 100K Bitcoin before the halving. So Adam Back is feeling bullish to say the least. On the other side of things, uh, here is uh, Opti's ex-girlfriend, Christine Lagarde. And here is a tweet by the European Central Bank. Uh, just to contrast both things, international cooperation has brought indisputable benefits, but mistrust has grown among citizens, says Opti's ex-girlfriend, Christine Lagarde. <laughs> to respond, policymakers need to focus on citizens' priorities and lead with courage while being held accountable. What about being held accountable for all of that money printing? Why do they keep gaslighting us? Why do they keep trying to shove CBDCs down our throats, right? So again, I think this is the another definition of gaslighting, just gaslighting right up in your grill. Okay, so Adam Back is predicting these crazy things, right? That's what I've been saying, 100K bore the halving, and he's predicting 700K Bitcoin this halving cycle. You guys know the deal on Simply Bitcoin, we don't really speculate, but we can make the case. Uh, so first, we kind of have to go back in time and see what happened last cycle. And I think that this played a major role in why the last cycle was played short. So if anyone who's looking on the screen right now, here is the US dollar, uh, the US dollar price in April of 2021. And it was at it peaked at roughly 60 or, or 58,000 US dollars. And then it crashed last cycle. At the same time of that crash, the Bitcoin hash rate crashed as well. The Bitcoin hash rate crashed because the majority of Bitcoin miners were located in mainland China and the CCP made it illegal for you to mine Bitcoin in mainland China. I believe this was a major reason as to why Bitcoin did not hit 100K last cycle. I think it was attacked on a nation state level and there's a direct correlation between the price of Bitcoin and the crash of the hash rate. As the hash rate recovered, you know, Bitcoin broke all time highs again, but more importantly, it survived a nation state attack. It decentralized the hash rate in the process. And the hash rate is literally going parabolic. It shows no signs of slowing down. So all those people that are bullish on the future of Bitcoin continue to invest a large sum of money into the infrastructure that is required to mine Bitcoin. So, I mean, that's a really, really good sign. Also on another side, and I think this plays into the uh, narrative by Naim Bukele and by Michael Saylor is that Bitcoin is just a superior asset. It's not even at all time highs, but if you've been saving in Bitcoin, uh, the US dollar is actually 90% cheaper than it was five years ago. The uh, oil is 85% cheaper if you've been holding Bitcoin for five years. Gold is 80, gold, that's, that's to you, Peter Schiff, is 84% cheaper. The S&P 500 is 84% cheaper if you've been holding, if you've been saving in Bitcoin for the last five years. Even housing prices in the US, they've doubled since they printed that record amount of money. Still, housing prices, if you've been saving in Bitcoin, are actually 77% cheaper than they were a couple of years ago. Okay, now here's the other component, which is Bitcoin supply. This is the first time this has really happened in Bitcoin's history. Bitcoin supply inactive for a year. So what happens, right? So 70% of Bitcoin supply doesn't move. And at the same time, you have these massive institutions coming in announcing ETFs. You have uh, Naim Bukele's strategy being proven right on the nation state level. And you have Michael Saylor's strategy being proven right on the uh, public company level, you have the perfect storm of events. And I think that is what is causing this crazy, crazy price uh, to run up the way it's run up so uh, so before the halving, right? Here's uh, the rational root who has done a great job covering this, right? And he has these... Um, he has these graphics that point out, right? So usually what happens during the run-ups is a lot of people sell their Bitcoin. You could see that, right? So percent of supply last active for the last year, right? 
And of course, it kind of dumps on the run-ups. Uh, you saw that last happen in 2017. All this Bitcoin is being dumped. But for the first time, the percent of supply, 70%, it's reaching an all-time high. We've never been in this type of situation in Bitcoin's history. 70% of Bitcoin addresses of the Bitcoin has not moved in over a year. People are hodling. Crazy psychopaths care about the propaganda. Don't care about whatever Christine Lagarde is saying. And they're holding their Bitcoin and they don't want to sell their Bitcoin, right? So this perfect storm of events is converging to create this very, very bullish environment um, that I think, again, we don't speculate on simply Bitcoin. We don't, we don't make price predictions. We don't, we, don't, we don't like to say where the price is going or anything like that. But you have Adam Back, who is literally calling for $700,000 Bitcoin. You have Samson Mao, who's calling for million-dollar Bitcoin. I don't know if it's going to get there, but those are crazy, crazy price predictions, bro. Those are crazy, crazy numbers. And if you actually look at the data, if you look at the information behind the scenes, I mean, is it really that crazy, right? If, if, the, if the total amount of Bitcoin that's being sold, the sell pressure gets cut in half during the halving, 70% of holders are not selling, the hash rate continues to go parabolic, I mean, is it not creating a perfect storm? I think we're so jaded from the last bull market. Us, you know, us class of 2016, class of 2017 Bitcoiners that I think we we're a little bit nihilistic. I think we have a little bit of PTSD. Um, so anyways, is the diminishing returns theory going to be broken this cycle? My vote is that yes, it will. It will be broken this cycle. If it doesn't get broken this cycle, you're looking at a $70,000 Bitcoin. I don't know. Anyways, Andre, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Is Adam back being too bullish? <laughs> well, he made a mistake. By uh, it's, it's going to be 700k by Bitcoin Atlantis, not the halving. So. <laughs> 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 no, just joking, man. I don't know. Bitcoin is unpredictable. Um, I it feels like it's 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 going to break um, to the upside. So if I had to vote, I would vote. Um, it's not going to be diminishing returns this time, but, uh, you know, I've, the, all bets are off. Um, you know, what matters again is the long term, and that, I uh, know it's, I, I bet everything I have, that's going to be, uh, way, way more than it is today. So, you know, just calmly living my life and working on it until it comes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think long term, uh, extremely bullish. No one knows. I think that's a really good point by Andre. And I want to emphasize that enough. No one knows what the price of Bitcoin is going to do tomorrow, a year from now. Everyone could just kind of guess. I know that Mandrick, for example, he made a very famous bet. He made the bet that Bitcoin was going to break 40K by the end of the year, who's going to eat vegetables for the rest of the year. And then Mandrick hit the nail on the head. <laughs> but as Mandrick pointed out, he was like, I was totally guessing. I made, you know, that was a total guess. And I think that's essentially anyone who is drawing lines and making price predictions, what you're really doing, maybe you can make, maybe you can make the statement that you're making educated guesses. But at the end of the day, no one knows where this is going to go up or down tomorrow. But I, what American, I do know... American Hotel lo lo also lost the bet with uh, Peter McCormick, right? He said it yep. would be 200K, but... <laughs> but there was only uh, at the last bull cycle was very manipulated as well. We all know now that you know FTX and others were playing around and doing bullshit in the background, selling Bitcoin that they, they didn't have. And actually, that's also in parts why I don't make any educated guess on on the Bitcoin price because I think those that stuff is not go, it's not still gone away for for sure. And uh, on on every there's still a lot of bad stuff happening in the in the background uh, a lot of manipulation that can also happen with the etfs and etfs and all of that so uh, there's a lot of bullshit to clear before the price really runs up and and, and it goes ballistic in my uh -huh. view 100 percent. opti what's your take on all this brother yeah <clears throat> well first and foremost um i'm glad you said that it's all price speculation and no one knows where the price is actually going all we really know is 21 million hard cap censorship resistant money we know that the fiat world has to continue to print money as the meme goes you know 
infinite fiat dollars divided by 21 million, it means number is going up. It's going up forever. So (laughs) this all just kind of culminates into what we've been saying for a while. And, you know, this year has been one of those years where we've been following Naive Bukele. We've been following Michael Saylor. And, you know, maybe they aren't fully vindicated on a corporate and a nation state level, but at least to us Bitcoiners, we know that they're right and they will continue to be right. And the more the price goes up, the more more people will wake up to this being a viable solution. And I tweeted this morning, like Bitcoin being smaller than corporations or countries balance sheet right now just shows how early we are in this game because Bitcoin is bigger than any one company, any one country. It's bigger than every one of us individuals out here. But what we do know is that you cannot make more Bitcoin. And we're seeing that the world is is actively starting to drop U.S. Treasuries, which is currently the, you know, the safest risk off asset in the world. So we're seeing that everyone is looking for a solution or rather something to store their value. It's a flight and to quality up. It's a flight to quality. And we're seeing it happen in real time. And, you know, I know in 2020, we didn't really see a blow off top. And we also kind of had at the same time, like that whole GameStop thing happened and all those people were speculating in stonks. Well, you know, I just can't wait till they all wake up to the realization that Bitcoin is that real bet. You know, Bitcoin is that real GameStop and it is the Occupy Wall Street. It's the real Occupy Wall Street. And so we're going to see that I think this cycle I've been saying it all year. We're seeing a perfect storm for Bitcoin. We're seeing that the flight to quality is happening. We're seeing U.S. Treasuries. You know, we're seeing people drop them. We're seeing brick nations start to move away from the dollar. We're seeing inflation go higher than ever. And I just remember when I got in 2017, like everyone and their mother was talking about Bitcoin. It was it was really a drive by retail. And now we're seeing that the biggest institution uh, asset managers of the world are going to not only get bullish on Bitcoin, but they're going to be educating everyone out there about Bitcoin. Like, in my opinion, and I've been saying this for a while, and hence why I'm kind of trolling Nico right now, is like, we got him. I I don't know if this is the cycle that we see diminishing returns end, but I do know there will be a point where Bitcoin becomes the monetary asset. And once corporate treasuries go fully into Bitcoin, once nation states go fully into Bitcoin, once, quote unquote, the smart money drops treasuries, U.S. treasuries, and they start going into Bitcoin, once Bitcoin starts milking some of the real estate uh, you know, store of value. And then once we get that feedback loop of everyone talking about Bitcoin and we see retail start to FOMO into Bitcoin as the price goes up, like, I think we are all totally underestimating how high the price will go. And it really all boils down to just Bitcoin fundamentals, a hard capped currency, hard cap monetary asset that is censorship resistant, that you truly control, that is private property that no one can take from you. Like, I don't think we are bullish enough. And and I say it all the time, like my fatal flaw is that I'm too bullish. I get I get overly bullish all the time. And once the price starts to pump, I, I get even more stupidly bullish. And, you know, I remember 2017 or rather maybe it was 2020 when my favorite Bitcoiners, the OGs out there, we all get caught up in the same thing. Like this is hyper Bitcoinization. It's happening. But we are in hyper Bitcoinization right now. And it's a slow process. You know, like this year, I was thinking about it over the weekend. You know, I, I, I kind of have a cold. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I was kind of dying, you know, and and just like I, I unplugged from Twitter and I wasn't feeling that good. And then, you know, Bitcoin, I, I think it was uh, either it's like my brother or something. He texted me he's like, yo, Bitcoin's over 40K. And I just kind of sat there and was like, wow, you know, Bitcoin, I think today it's like Bitcoin has something like 150 percent returns this year. But throughout the year, 
it's been a slow grind. Like, you know, there was days when it was up. There was days when it's down. And we didn't really realize how good of returns we got this year because it was just like in the day-to-day grind. We're like, oh, my God, here we are. We're still in a bear market. And I think we're going to see this continue moving into the next year. I don't know if we will see a huge price rise going into the halving. You know, 100K by the halving, I'm, I'm kind of leaning. Uh, I'm kind of betting against Adam back on that point. <laughs> but, but what do I know? Adam Bax and OG and he's been here for a while. But my only thing, and and it's kind of the gradually then suddenly meme. Like we're going to gradually start to see Bitcoin climb. It's going to do these little climbs up and down. You know, it's going to go up, it's going to go down. And then before we know it, it's going to be above all-time high. It's going to finally get some escape velocity and it's going to go absolutely nuclear. And I'm just I just keep thinking that once we finally get that like blow-off top scenario that it could be some times when like it goes absolutely nuts. Again, all we really need is some very convicted deep pockets that never want to sell their Bitcoin. And this is never going down. Like, I think we are, you know, we are human and we like to look at the past and we like to look at patterns and there will be a point. Maybe it's not this cycle. Maybe it's next cycle where Bitcoin, what's this, what's the meme, you know, Bitcoin breaks all your models and it's just like, there's escape velocity. It goes up and it doesn't necessarily follow the same like, oh, okay, every four year cycle, it's going to go up and then it's going to come back and correct. Maybe there's a time when it just keeps going up and then eventually there's a correction. But is it this time? Is it next time? I don't know. All I know is that 21 million hard cap censorship resistant money is where we're going. We're not going to go to gold, digital money for a digital world. And when you show the numbers of how many people are hodling their Bitcoin and how many people understand what they're holding, Again, it's just a perfect storm because what are you going to do? You're going to sell your Bitcoin to get more fiat. Like that's absolutely stupid once you understand what you're holding. It's not necessarily about the fiat gains. Yes, the increase in purchasing power is absolutely incredible. It feels great to know that your life is getting cheaper. But you're not going to go back to dollars once you understand what is going on here. And I really do think that this bear market... The groundwork for Bitcoin only, the education levels, the the amount of interest we're going to get. I think we are getting set up for something that is just it's going to break the old patterns and people are going to understand, wow, I need to hold on to this Bitcoin. It's not about getting more dollars. And I just saw that dumb money again. I hate to reference GameStop uh, twice in this, but I just saw the movie Dumb Dumb Money. And it goes back to what us Bitcoiners say all the time. You know, what do we say? Uh, fix the money, fix the world. It's not about the gangs. It's about the revolution. And I think there's more people out there that understand that, yo, this system is completely rigged. It is broken or rather it is working exactly as intended for the big guys and us average everyday people, I mean, the, the little co- people. The Coinbase ad did it perfectly. Exactly. The coin, the and, and the fact that they use that just shows that the sentiment or the zeitgeist of the world right now is people understand, yo, there is something fatally broken here. There's something wrong with the system. And it's really, it's kind of the Joker meme. You know, it's not, it's not about the money. It's about making a point. And I think more people have that same feeling. They just don't understand that Bitcoin is the solution, that Bitcoin is that asset that literally will change the future of humanity. And here we are on the front lines that we get an opportunity to stack Bitcoin under all time high. Like it's, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I need to, I need to do this for you, Nico. It's fucking awesome. Boom, boom. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. This is a it's been a great show. We got 437 people watching live on YouTube. We got 53 people watching live on Rumble. And we got, you know, we got our Twitter family as well. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. I will be getting on a plane t- today tonight, going to Las Vegas. Opti's gonna be on a plane tomorrow uh so i think it's gonna be me and sophie doing the show uh tomorrow morning uh from vegas should be a lot of fun from the vegas hotel room we're gonna see how we figure that out Uh, i think we're gonna do it like we did in la i want to thank andre for joining us thank you andre for joining us on the show guys you can check the link in the video description it will take you directly to the bitcoin atlantis website and you can use promo code simply to get a discount on your tickets to the bitcoin atlantis conference. All right, everybody, we will see you tomorrow for another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. Peace out, everybody.